Chris Taliaferro and Sarah Tonin is with me. Sarah, how are you? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you for asking. It's lovely to be here again with you, Chris, as always. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's good times to have chats. And um, today we're going to have a little quick chat about the childhood cultural phenomenon known as sea monkeys. Um, did you have sea monkeys growing up? Just uh, describe your experience with them, if any. That's a great question. Um, so, no, I did not. Oh, okay. um, one, because I was poor. And also, <laughs> <laughs> also, um, I was born in the 90s. So mm. I, uh, I missed the whole sea monkey wave. So as far as my experience with sea monkeys, it's all down to that Rugrats episode. Um, that I watched as a child where Tommy and uh, Chucky got sea monkeys and it, it was kind of an amazing episode. I, you know, it, it's it's like, funny. I mean, I remember a lot of Rugrats, but I, I mean, I, I mean, I remember Nakey is good, Nakey is free, Nakey is Nakey. I mean, yes! I, I, I've, I've seen pretty much every episode, but I don't remember, I don't remember the sea monkeys one. They called them sea money. <laughs> because of course they did. <laughs> of course, that show was like absurdly adorable. It was anyway, the cutest. We're, we're not talking about nineties lore. We're talking about eighties lore. Right yeah. <laughs> All right. So can I can I tell you my little uh, sea monkey story from when I was growing up? <laughs> please, please, okay. absolutely. So, um, being the old man of this podcast, uh, I <laughs> I am a product of the eighties. So I was. Um, well within the sphere of uh, those that uh, this was marketed to. Now, my sister um, actually got the sea monkeys initially, my, my older sister. And for, for those that don't know, let me just set the table a little bit. Um, because again, because this is such a, it's not really like a common thing now. So people might not even know what the hell I'm talking about. So there's, there's a little aquatic tank that you can buy a little a little mini mini aquatic tank and you can buy some powder you, it, like it comes with some powder and within that powder are eggs for brine shrimp and <laughs> the, so so there's there's a little salt in there so they can you know kind of have some nutrients and when you sprinkle the stuff in and you wait like 24 hours the eggs begin to hatch and, and that's what sea monkeys are they're not monkeys that's it's all just marketing right like they, they don't that's a very particular term to market with. Well, 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 that's that. That was that. I mean, I think that's really the genius thing about it. I mean, it's it's just a lie, right? Like, <laughs> isn't it a lie? Like, <laughs> all advertising, really. Pretty much. I mean, you, you, yeah. No, I mean that's a pretty good point. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I remember my sister comes home one day, and it's uh, it's my sister and her friend Susan, 
and they have this package and it says amazing live sea monkeys and i'm like what is that and she's like oh i got some sea monkeys now i'm my sister used to play jokes with me sometimes so so i just thought she was making it up i'm like what like sea because just hearing it it, I got an image of, in my mind of, you know, like, like Curious George, you know, like yeah, underwater, like, 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 like a little bit like a pop, like a, well, a pulp comic back in the day. He has like the, the monster under the deep sense. That's what I'm picturing. Right, I don't know. right, right. So, um, I'm, I'm skeptical at first, but then my sister says, no, no, you know, th this is going to be real. And, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to grow them in the kitchen and you'll see, you'll see when they're real. So... What she did, because I don't know, my sister is just, she will, she's wonderful, but I guess, I don't know, she was just a kid and kids can be weird. So she, when she was growing the sea monkeys, she put a dish, a dish towel over the tank. So the tank was sitting on top of the microwave in the, in the kitchen and it had a dish towel over it. And she's telling me not to look, right? Because she's kind of building the suspense of what these sea monkeys are going to be, right? And she's telling oh, me like like oh yeah no she's <laughs> look looking back this is all what incredible. Show. What a show, man. So, yeah, so, so so since I can't see the you know they, they hatch pretty quickly again like overnight they're starting to hatch and you can see them start to wiggle around and stuff and they'll eventually get a little bigger. Um, but since the dish towel is over, I couldn't see it. So it was just like mystery. And she would she, like every time I every time I walked by it, she'd be like. Make sure you don't knock it over because then the monkeys will get everywhere. And I'm imagining like thousands of <laughs> little monkeys on like gonna be ass, you know, this is gonna... monkeys, all the bananas are gonna be gone. My mom's gonna be pissed. This is gonna be insane. <laughs> so so I was I was like fully on board with the sea monkey. Like I believed this. I believed this in my in my soul, you know. So one day, the, the curiosity, even though I was terrified to look under the, the, uh, the dish towel, the curiosity just, I was like, I have to know. I can't live this way. Because every time I walk past the microwave, <laughs> I'm like, is it like, what's happening? So I, I lift the dish towel and it was like three days at that point. So the brine shrimp had gotten, they're still small no matter what, but they'd gotten to their full size, you know? Right. And even though they didn't look like, the advertisement or any type of a monkey whatsoever, the fact that they were even in there and alive was amazing to me. I, because <laughs> I, I was like, wait a second, like that really, that, like, you know, I saw my sister open that little packet that looked like a moist towelette and sprinkle a little sugar in there and there's things swimming around in here. That's crazy. And I, and I also thought, excuse me, I also thought because I had seen things like frogs and tadpoles. I was like, oh, well, these are just the baby monkeys. They're going to, we're going to have a, no. <laughs> we're going to have a jungle in here in no time. <laughs> no, not at all. And they didn't even have the little castle like that. No, no, no nothing. They, they, what they had was on the, on the tank itself, there are these little, um, these like little magnified bubbles that you, that you can kind of look to. So it's like, it's, it, they're, they're supposed to be like little magnifying glasses so you can see the details of the monkeys a little better. But um, yeah, there it's, there's really nothing to it. It's, it's all a gimmick, a gimmick. I totally, 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 totally fell for. Um, yeah. But still kind of amazing on its own. I just, uh, you know, the ad specifically says they're so eager to please that they can <laughs> even be trained. So were you able to train those sea monkeys? That's the real question. <laughs> um, 
Absolutely not. <laughs> um, because that's because that's a preposterous that's a preposterous claim on their part. <laughs> um, I don't know what I like. Okay, so <laughs> so like the sea monkeys are they are they you know a gimmick and stuff? Sure, but at least when you know. At least you could like if you're selling the sea monkeys, you could say, "No, well, we promised you living creatures, and look, they are they're living creatures. They're, they're not what you, you know expected." What? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But, we had worse ads. But, but they were but, shooting Lysol up their coochies back then. Oh man, you know what? We we should do we should do a show about all of those ads. Have you seen the one for the vibrator? There's a great one. I'll send it to you later. I there's a few for vibrators. Please do. Oh uh, yeah, I, I'll I'll remember to send it to you. We, we, I, I'm going to write this down because we might have to do an episode about those old advertisements because that some of them are really wild. Um, and I have, I have seen the Lysol one. Um, so, um, yeah. So, but the thing about it is at least them being live sea monkeys is, is, you know, a pretty true claim. Right. But, right. but the, um, the training that, I mean, I can't, I can't, I mean, maybe you can think of something, but I can't think of a way to make that true. <laughs> Maybe um, do they come to the top of the tank for food? Absolutely not. So that's the thing. So it comes with oh. it comes with two packs because you don't. It's not like you're dropping a little like fish food in there all the time. It comes with two packets, and the first packet is supposed to be a water purifier, and then the second packet is um, eggs and salt because apparently it's uh. like you're making a cake. Um, but. <laughs> And actually, I think I think I I think I read that the first packet has some uh, some of the eggs in it too. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, but yeah, everything they're supposed to kind of sustain themselves on is in the second packet. So there there wouldn't even be any anything to like lure them with to. Damn. Yeah, like so because again, like if I guess right, like like you're saying, like if you were gonna give them some food, the same way a fish comes to the top of a, a tank, you could kind of say, Well, I trained the fish to like you could kind of weasel word your way out of that. Right, right. No, he couldn't, he just straight up lied. Yeah, that was just that is just a, a bold faced lie. Or a ball is it a bald faced lie or bold faced lie? I don't know. Who cares? I don't know, I would say Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, yeah. I like the etymology on both of them. I do. I do, actually. Um, I think both work. Like, I... Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the creator of Sea Monkey, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. What's his name? <laughs> his name is Harold von Braunhut. And <laughs> uh, he, he uh, actually had a bunch of other um, inventions uh you know toy type inventions um that um he was kind of peddling the sea monkeys was you know the one that really took off but there was uh, a different toy that he had it's uh it was called the Kyoga Agent M5 and uh this is all from uh what? Yeah, wait this this <laughs> so uh this is all from the uh Southern Poverty Law Center by the way um, so this was, the toy was called the, uh, Kyoga Agent M5. It was a pen-sized coil-springed weapon that unfurled a metal whip at the flick of a wrist, right? And uh, uh, it was, it was $60 and that's the, really the right? And the tagline for it was, if you need a gun, but can't get a license. 
So like, <gasps> I, I don't know. Like, okay, so we have monkeys, we have whip guns. Well, like a, it's like a, I guess like a metal whip that like pops, like it, like a, like almost like a whip switchblade, a whip blade, a switch whip. Uh, that sounds, that's interesting. I don't know what choice. kind of toy. I mean, that's very bizarre to me. <laughs> Well, well, the reason that I bring this toy up is because uh, it was uh, eventually his undoing. As well, not really undoing because you can still buy sea monkeys, but the uh, I guess the, the the beginning of the tarnishing of his legacy, I guess to, to some people. Um, the beginning. How yeah. far are we gonna go into this? <laughs> so, um, so in the uh, in the late eighties, a little bit before you were born, um, Richard Butler, the head of the Aryan Nations. At the time, at the time, the most dangerous white supremacist group in the United States includes included the uh, Cayuga in a uh, brochure for uh, white supremacy fundraising. <laughs> um, he was actually facing sedition charges in court, so he was—I guess—he was trying to raise funds. For, yeah, yeah. So, um, so he he included these little whip uh, switch whips or whatever in his uh, fundraising brochure and reporters picked up on this. They said like, hey, wait a second. Isn't this the whip from that guy that makes the sea monkeys? Like what the, what, you know, what's going on with that? So uh, they uh, reached out to Richard Butler to see what his connection was with uh, this this Herald. And he's like, yeah, no, no, that's uh, that's my old pal. He's been a member of the Aryan race and uh, he's, he's supported us for uh, quite a few years. Um, you know, he's just okay. So, so, um, the Washington, yeah. So, the Washington Post did some reporting on this, and um, his racist ties really went far. Um, he let's see, he helped buy firearms for a Ku Klux Klan faction in Ohio. He was a regular at the annual Aryan Nations World Congress, um, where he where he lit crosses on fire. And he actually had, we're talking about the, the newsletter, the fundraising newsletter for uh, Richard Butler. He had hit, Harold had his own anti-Zionist racist newsletter. That's interesting because, um, oh, ooh, do, is an interesting last name. Well, well do, do, I mean, do, do you want to, do you want to tell the people or do, should I tell them what the, the, the best part of this? Cause you, you can if you want. actually interesting about it is um he so he was born and raised in new york uh and his name was harold nathan Braunhut. so i feel like he added that vaughn to kind of be like dyson dyson von dyson like because i read i read this yeah i read this a few times and the vaughn i don't like it's like no his his name i mean Braunhut. i feel like would have been enough cover. Yeah, yeah, because most people can't tell the difference. No, you nobody, know? nobody knows. Nobody knows this shit. So, <laughs> Unless it's your special interest. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, 
But I mean, that would have been enough cover. And I mean, you know, whiteness expands. It's not like he didn't look pretty white. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's an interesting choice. Yeah, it's what, what's what's crazy about it is when you know going back and you know and, and reading all this stuff. You know, again, most of what I read again is uh, from uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, but I, you know. You know, going around Wikipedia and just kind of researching for the episode, um, it I I wanted to kind of keep, um, I guess mentally I was I was wishing all this happened longer ago and like it was a more disgraceful thing for him, but like you know, no, he seemed pretty proud. It, you know, I'm reading here like okay, it says in December 1995, Von Braunhut, who called himself an ordained priest and often wore what? a clerical collar to Aryan nations gatherings, uh, presided- Yeah, right? <laughs> That's a hell of a sentence, isn't it? Uh, he presided over the funeral of uh, Betty Butler, uh, Richard Butler's wife. So this is 1995. Like, I mean, I know, yes, to a lot of, I'm, I'm just old. I, I, it doesn't feel like ancient history. And yeah, no, no, that's not old. I was alive. Yeah, I was definitely alive. You know, and and it's like sea monkeys were for sale. You know, the the popularity was starting to wane at that point, but they they were still around. They're still around now, and everybody knew that the creator was just funding, like using. He was directly taking his sea monkey money and funding the Aryan nation and presiding over their religious uh, ceremonies. That's crazy. So sea monies inadvertently, if you bought sea sea money, sea money, sea monkeys inadvertently, if you bought sea monkeys anytime between like what the fifties when they came out and like ninety five, you were funding the Aryan nation. Well, I think even longer than that because uh, let's see here, he because he's he's dead now. He died. He was uh, he died at. Uh, 77 and let's see uh i guess that was 2004 so up until like a little bit before my son was born <laughs> and wow yeah, yeah like it's and, and and but here's the thing um it's unclear where that money is going now um because right. i looked this i looked up to see if you know for example there was uh you know a trust set up in his name his estate something like that um, that would provide a provision for, you know, his Aryan brotherhood. I didn't really find anything, but he certainly did not die in poverty. So, right. I, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if... Well, there's actually, uh, there's actually some contention about that, Chris. I don't know if you knew this portion. Uh, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, since, um, his death, his widow, um, Cinderella, her last name is uh, an Italian woman. <laughs> Cinderella? <laughs> German. We have somebody, yeah. I, I think the last name is Cinderella. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, his first wife was um, was Charlotte. And yeah, Yolanda Signorelli is his second wife. <laughs> okay. And she was she actually took an active role in marketing of the Sea Monkeys. And they had two children together. But the company he founded... Um, who was in charge of sea mon monkeys, sea monies, sea monkeys. I kind of like sea monies. <laughs> I love sea monies. It's so cute. But, um, but sea monkeys, uh, they stopped paying her her $62,000 monthly payment Ooh, from uh, all that, that sweet sea monkey cash. <laughs> um, 
so they've been <laughs> they've been in argument. His heirs have been in uh, in dispute with them for several years at this point. Huh. So we don't know where that money's really going. Wow. Wow. Um. And you'd have to think. I mean, usually birds of a feather flock together. So. Mussolini existed. I mean, we can't. Yeah, I mean, oh, and his granddaughter's actually, uh, you know, pretty prominent still in uh, in Italy, and right. they've also taken a hard uh, turn back to right wing right. fascism there as well with the election of their first female prime minister. So it's been an interesting time in Italy. But I'm just saying, you're right here. You're right. I, I just, I so it's like even like it's it's not as if you know if if she gets control of the sea monkey empire. <laughs> It's it's going to be you know in the right hands and justice will. Empire, <laughs> <Alex Reiser. laughs> you know she she's not going to commission like a statue built to Dr. King and like a you know, like a a, cont- I, a contribution no, to the NAACP. Not, not gonna, you're, you're gonna get like Confederate statues torn down or anything like that. But does sea monkeys not sound like a derogatory term for like Cape Verdeans well, or like other like you know? Well, like again, when, African people. Right. It's like when you when, when when you go back to the whole racist history of it, you wonder like did, was he thinking of, like, was Yeah, he, was he thinking was it was it that deep? Because you know, racism inspires like a certain creativity in white people that are racist that is kind of hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. The best thing I've heard in the last couple of years was uh there's a group on Facebook called the Basketball Americans or Advocates. <laughs> similar uh a similar sense of humor to you in that i i appreciate if a joke is clever even if i'm offended like even if i'm hurt and i don't yeah, want i'm deeply offended and hurt by yeah. a disgusting thing especially me being like a six one you know <laughs> woman yeah no, but it's like <laughs> it's I like truly a basketball american i just don't but... like the i just don't like the lazy racism basketball american is, yeah. is incredible like when when ben garrison for example does his political cartoons it's just like Drawing Obama looking like a monkey. It's like okay. Yeah, it's so lazy. It's like lazy. Trey, you got you got to do better. I, I need more basketball Americans in my life and less. Yeah, uh, I need yeah. that. I need that. Come on, be real. Like just just make it better. Be you know I want new shit. The 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 old racism you can't rely on that anymore. Even though there was some innovative stuff there, give me some new shit. Make it funny. Make you know. Mention the other things we do, like sleeping with the fan on. Oh. You know, like, <laughs> which is which is a, a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. I have to. ceiling fan, box fan blowing on me. You know, it is what it is. AC crank down. Got 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 to crank got to crank it down. You got to. Yeah, you got to. 60, 65, baby, sixty five. Fuck the earth. No, I'm joking. Don't don't like don't fuck the earth. It's <laughs> not a good idea. But I'm just saying, you know. At least know us a little bit more. You've seen enough of our culture. We're terrible at gatekeeping it. You guys know where to hit us where it hurts. Right. You know, be creative. Be creative. You know. Any last We've... any last uh, thoughts on uh, on sea monkeys and their uh, <laughs> and their origins and their ho- and their horrible uh, their horrible or- origins here? Yeah. Um. The only thing I'd like to say is that uh, that baton gun. 
uh, it's super third Reiki, and I really want you to include a, like a, a picture. Of I was so no seriously. I, I I swear to you, as as you were as you were talking, I was looking up a picture of it, and um, I can't believe I didn't look up a picture of this before uh, we did the episode because holy shit, it's very um. It's yeah. it's it's like what you would imagine like authoritarian thugs would carry like you know what I mean like in a, like in a future movie or something it's yeah, absolutely it's even done in like one of those like copy science fiction style like the advertisement the the art on it is really it's really particular like it would be right at home in blade runner you know oh my gosh wait have you seen the advertisement for it oh my Yes. This is really yes. good. This is this You don't is, need a gun. You don't need a gun like in all caps when your worst nightmare becomes real and you're suddenly face to face with a mugger. This was marketed as a toy? I well, that's the thing. Why? Why? But you know, there was no like a there's no uh everything was caveat emptor back then, right? Yeah. Buyer beware. The, there there was no uh nothing in place to protect consumers. <laughs> She was a prick. I, like, yeah, like she was just a, a litigious, like old bitch ambulance chaser, and she was like literally like, no, I just like some help with my medical bills because I am old. <laughs> like, because, because you gave me the hottest coffee. And Did you ever see the picture? Like the pictures of her birth? She was yeah, messed it's up. It's horrible, and you know, old skin. It's, it's, you know, it's not like she's twenty five and she regenerates very easily. Oh, trust no, me, I know my my skin. Lady. My skin does not regenerate anymore. So. He did the x-ray specs and um at the time of his death he was working on a lobster like a what, I, what was he doing to that lobster I, what do you mean well, he was I, working on a lobster <laughs> I, I say that could mean a lot of different things no apparently like a like a almost like a sea monkeys follow-up but it would be some type of a lobster and just knowing what like knowing what i know about lobsters i feel like that's impossible but yeah, don't they regenerate forever? They're kind of like low-key immortal. Yeah, they're 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 like functionally immortal because I think they only die via damage. Like they, yeah. like like if you like damage or like they're just too weak to molt. Yeah, like, or they're too cold or something crazy. Like something that. along those. Yeah, it's like it's the X-ray specs. We have the sea monkeys, the crazy lobsters, um, <laughs> and then we have invisible goldfish. <laughs> Uh, and guys, that's got to be just a no bowl of water. Involved. There was no live animal. It was just an imaginary <laughs> fish pulled with a handbook, fish food in a glass bowl, and a guarantee that they will remain permanently invisible, which is the wildest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. They're not real, of course. That's like selling someone an imaginary friend. That's the craziest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I would. So, yeah, all around fucking nutcase. I would. Wa 
I would want to see the person that challenges the guarantee and just like comes in with a gold. Like you I could come in. Could you imagine you like go to him with a goldfish? And you're like, what happened, bro? Actually, you guys would they would like you wonder like would they play along and be like wow that's amazing well congratulations <laughs> on your goldfish and then like give him another invisible fish like <laughs> just, yep, infinite invisible fish just have like 15 goldfish <laughs> it's you know it, i i gotta say it reminds me of the uh the pet rock but i feel like the pet rock was more upfront with what it was trying to be and was more of like this right. is a joke like we are kidding like yeah, it was tongue in cheek. This, he was just lying. He was just lying for fun. <laughs> and kids are, you know, they're new to Earth. They're not that great at knowing things. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so kids are just like, Mom, please, can I get some X ray specs? X ray specs is wild anyway, though, too. We have to really think about that. Who was buying these? Was it like an 11 year old pervert to future sex offenders? Like, who's doing well, well, that? All of these things were always advertised in the back of comic books, and there would usually just be a page or two in the back of any comic book I got that just had the wildest stuff. So I feel like it was it was really kind of like a Wild West kind of industry, where it was like, hey, if you have something that's eye-catching, no pun intended in the uh, case of X-Ray Specs, they, they're probably going to put it back there for sale. And, and I feel like sometimes, you know, with the case of, uh, you know, Sea Monkeys, X-Ray Specs, these things, the weirder the better, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Well, what a weird fucking thing to do. Yeah. I wonder. Very, very... Did you ever get a pair of X-ray specs? I did, and they don't work. <laughs> you little fucking pervert, you. You little sex offender. I was a little fucking bit of a deviant. pervert, I was. You, 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 got, you got me. <laughs> you, you little fucking deviant. I'm gonna get you a chastity belt, you perv. All right, Sarah, we gotta get out of here. Um, This is pretty much it. Uh um yeah um yeah so everything uh everything you loved as a child probably has nazi ties to it <laughs> you're of a certain age so be, be careful but uh we're happy to ruin your childhood yeah that's what that's what we are here for and <laughs> <laughs> we will be back right after this hey i'm steve hart in this episode of Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Lee Alfaro and Sarah Tonin is brought to you by washing your stank booty every now and again. Just get a wash rag and do what you need to do. Thank you for listening to this episode of Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Talia Farrow. A few show notes. Okay, so in regards to this episode, uh, we talked about sea monkeys, but one thing that we didn't really get into was uh, the sea monkeys television show, The Amazing Live Sea Monkeys. Yes, I am old enough to remember that show. Yes, I watched the entire one season that it existed. I think it had 11 or 12 episodes. If you were looking for that content uh, you're not missing anything it was a very forgettable show and just basically perpetuated the myth of sea monkeys so that's that um next note uh there was supposed to be an episode that came out before this one uh sarah and i were going to interview or we did interview uh my guest chris wright and 
something's going on with my laptop. I don't know. The last episode I recorded with Chris, we we talked about Mike Cheddar and the Mike Cheddar experiment. And that episode was lost in my laptop for a few days. I couldn't find it. It was weird. And then it suddenly popped up. I'm going to have to see what's going on with that. Um, I hope the episode isn't completely lost because it's a really good one. But, you know, you guys just stand by. Uh, I have some other episodes that I'm going to record. Actually, uh, Sarah and I have a guest scheduled to record next week. And, yeah, we're just going to keep this ball rolling. So hopefully that interview with Chris Wright sees the light of day. But if it doesn't, I apologize. Uh, Just remember, if you want to follow the podcast on social media, If you go to YouTube, if you go to Facebook, if you go to TikTok, if you go to Instagram and you and you search uh, things you don't see every day with Chris Taliaferro or things you don't see podcast, we pop up. It's not that hard to find. So just give us a look. See if you like our content. Give us a like, a follow, a share. All that kind of stuff helps. It really does. Take care, everybody.